Hello and welcome to a brand new year of the Girls on Fire podcast, first episode of 2022. With everything going on across the state and across the country, we wanted to start this year on a more compassionate, more thoughtful note. So with that in mind, I sat down with Simone Smalley, MLC's chaplain. We discuss her tips for keeping above the chaos, for staying reflective, and for focusing on what really matters. Without further ado, here's Simone. All right, Simone, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Being your first podcast, are you able to uh, introduce yourself and give a bit of background on how long you've been here and and what you do at the school? Absolutely. Um, So I'm Simone. I'm the chaplain here at MLC. I started in term two last year, so not done a full year yet. Looking forward to getting term one through so all the firsts are over with. I came here after 14 years with the Salvation Army. I grew up in Perth but lived in Tasmania, Victoria, Northern Territory in here with my work, travelled around a lot, Um, ready for a change and so excited to be here at MLC. It's amazing. I've got four kids and two dogs, um, which makes life fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, how's the experience of moving to a school been over the last last year or so? Yeah, it's been amazing. It's a huge learning curve as I'm sure you found yourself, whole different systems and language and understandings, but loving it. I every day feel so privileged to be here. Simone, one of the things I wanted to ask about, obviously with with COVID and everything, not how we all wanted to be starting this year. Yeah. What are some good tips that you have on uh, how to stay reflective and how to stay positive, especially in these uh, more trying times? They are trying times, aren't they? I think I noticed in myself at the start of this year, it felt like the start of 2020 again, where that anxiety starts coming up again. And obviously others are feeling it because people are panic buying again and it feels a little bit like Groundhog Day. It's Comes like, in hang cycles. On, yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the thing that keeps me coming back is I can only control what I can control and anxiety comes from a sense of lack of control often. So for me, it's hang on, what is it that I can do to make this better for me and the people around me? What is it do I have no control over? So I've got no control over restrictions or policies or anything like that. So I can work with them, but then what can I do to make my small world, the people around me in a better place? How can I be responsible by adhering to restrictions or rules or whatever? And where is it that I can make my world better? So what act of kindness, what act of compassion, graciousness or consideration can I give to those around me to help make this a little bit easier? Recognizing that we're all going through this. Nobody wants to be living through these conditions right now. Nobody would choose this, but how can we make it better even in a small way to make, I guess, our lives a little bit more enjoyable? We deserve that. So yeah, what can we do? Mm. Yeah, there's uh, there's almost a kind of stoicism in that if, you know, you can't directly change something, then you shouldn't spend so much mental energy kind of yeah. worrying about it or, or letting it consume you. It's yeah, for our own well-being, that's for sure. So in that vein, what is important for us, uh, not just the students of MLC, but obviously staff and even the broader community, parents, mm. what's important for us to reflect on going into a new school year? Yeah, I think... Um, 
That's a great question. I think new school years bring a sense of anticipation and excitement and that's a beautiful thing. We do have that nervousness and that uncertainty at the same time, but I think focusing on well-being is the key. So um, as we said, what can we control? What can we do that's positive for our lives? But how can we look after ourselves in the process? So um, there's a fabulous tool called the BASE. I don't know if you've heard of it. ABC has done great infographics on it. So BASE stands for body achievement, connection, and enjoyment. So what is it that we're doing to look after our bodies? Is it, are we getting enough sleep? Are we eating the right things? Are we moving like we need to, um, for achievement? What are we doing? That's giving ourselves that sense of achievement, um, connection, make sure we're staying connected with people in a safe and healthy way, but so that we're not feeling, um, isolated or alone, knowing that we're connecting with others. We need that for our well-being. And what are we doing for enjoyment? That is just for the pleasure of it, not to achieve something. We we attend to the achievement in that section, but what are we doing at what are we doing that we just love that brings us that sense of joy and that sense of being alive. Um, another great practice is gratitude. We know science shows that our well-being is okay if we're practicing gratitude. So wake up every day or even at the end of every day, what is it that we're thankful for? Look around what and challenge ourselves to think of something different every day. What am I looking around? What is it in my world that I'm really thankful for? What I find when I do that is I start looking for it. So then your lens is changed. You go through your day looking for positives. So that helps us feel good about where we are and what we're doing. Another thing you do is journal. Journaling is really good. Some people get overwhelmed thinking they've got to write pages every day. But what about the idea of just writing a sentence to just to describe your day? What have you lived through today? Just a sentence is a really good reflective tool. There are plenty of other reflective ideas out there, but at the end of the day, just review your day. What went well? What could you improve on? What? When did you feel loved and connected with others? When did you feel isolated or alone? Um, when did you feel that sense of achievement? When did you feel most alive? So if you just replay your day at the end of the day, it's a really great way to reflect and recognize really good things because we can miss them when we get busy or when we're anxious or when we're overwhelmed, we miss the beauty in the day. So stop, pause, reflect, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that can also couple very well with gratitude, obviously, if you're including what you're grateful for when yeah, you're journaling. Absolutely. Makes such a difference to our mindset, I think. But I think it's also good going into a new year, having hopes and expectations and dreams. I think we need to to keep that sense of hope alive. We need that. We're wired for that. So what is it that we're working towards this year? What is it that we want to do better than we did last year? What is it we want to refine? What do we want to master? Do we have skills that we want to accomplish? Is there something that we're working towards? And how are we fostering that in ourselves? How are we giving ourselves permission to achieve our dreams? And then what about looking around to the people around us? What are we doing to help them live their best lives? And how do we help them thrive and flourish? That brings me to my next question. What are you excited for in the coming year and looking forward to? So many things. COVID dependent, of course, we should have college Sunday in March, which is, I'm really looking forward to that. We also, um, the things I'm involved in, which I love, we have chapel. I do borders chapel on a Monday night with the borders. And I love that because that's a time to really connect with the borders in a smaller group and get to know them better. Um, I love the Nelson youth patron program. So I involved heavily with that. So I'm really looking forward to making that happen again this year. So we have 
12 youth patrons that get involved with the Nelson group. So they visit residents, um, are people living with complex disabilities and they do activities with them and get involved. They also do some education around that. They're trained. They do leadership training, emotional intelligence training, public speaking training as well. Um, and then build those relationships with the residents and staff at Nelson. And the difference it makes to these patrons is phenomenal. So Simone, what are some kind of important messages or important things that we can take away uh, that you think we should keep top of mind throughout this year? I think the key is recognizing what you can and can't control. Um, And also, I think the biggest thing we can control is our attitude and our outlook and the way we take care of ourselves. Not only that, it's how we choose to be in the world. So do we, do we approach situations and people with a positive mindset? Do we approach people with kindness and love and compassion? That changes how things are around us and it changes how we engage with people and it changes how people respond to us because you can sense when someone approaches you with compassion and grace and kindness. Um, I think they're the things that we can control and let go of the things we can't. Um, Make sure you're looking out for other people. Make sure you're checking in with other people because people are doing it tough and I think it is recognising that nobody's going through this alone. We're all affected by this. So let's treat each other with grace and compassion. And when someone's doing it tough, just extend a whole ton of grace to them and journey with them in this. And I think taking care of your well-being is key. We know that... We're multifaceted people and if one part of us isn't taken care of, the rest of us is impacted. So keep checking in. Are you taking care of your health physically? Are you taking care of your mental health? Are you taking care? Are you learning as you're going? Are you, is your mindset being challenged and refreshed regularly? Are you nurturing your spirituality? Whatever that looks like for you, that's different for everybody. Are you out in nature? I've just heard that we need to have... 120 minutes a week of blue or green space. So that includes water or trees. So that's 17 minutes a day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So we're in a great location. Are you going out there stopping and just soaking in the beauty that we're surrounded with? And apparently the blue and green space is critical for our good mental health. So are we intentional about that? And are we believing in ourselves and backing ourselves when it's hard? Are we? Do we have dreams and visions and hopes and are we backing ourselves to do that? Are we intentional about how we do that? So, yeah, it's about taking care of ourselves and, and striving in a good way, not at the sacrifice of our well-being, but striving towards something, knowing that there's good things ahead and that we're a part of making that happen. So, and we get to create the world that we want to live in. So what sort of a space do we want here? Then we get to be a part of making that a reality. Simone, it's been really great to speak with you. I think that's a fantastic note to start the year on. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for joining me for the first podcast back of 2022. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, feel free to like, share, or leave a review, and make sure to stay tuned for episodes to come.